Hello, hello, this is Alba Gomez and welcome to Amplify the Podcast. I am incredibly passionate about helping men and women amplify who they are and how they show up in the world. Let's have a conversation about how you can amplify your confidence and presence so you get the results you want in your business and career. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode with my super special first ever guest, Duke Pham. He's my great friend, and he is the founder of Perth Business Network, a premier networking organization for Perth's most progressive business owners and leaders. He is passionate about promoting best practices in business through innovation and challenging the status quo a Vietnam War refugee and humanitarian at heart. Duke is also a proud food bank ambassador and a devoted family man. Also by far the best dressed man in Perth. Welcome, welcome Duke. So happy to have you here today with us. Thank you, Elba. (laughs) Thank you, that's quite the introduction. Of course. You just deserve it. So let's get to it. Let's start asking you some questions and and getting to know a little bit who is this fascinating man we all see on LinkedIn. So what is the one area you feel the most confident in your life of business and career? Wow, um, great question. Look, I think I'm very confident in my ability to develop uh, transformation relationships and partnerships. Uh, that's always been a core strength of mine, and it's something I love doing. Absolutely. You definitely are. And what is the area that you are the least confident in? <laughs> oh, um, I would say public speaking. Uh, I do a lot of public speaking, but it's nevertheless uh, probably one of my weaknesses. And also making videos of myself. That's why you never see me on a video. Well, you know, most people, it, it is supposed to be one of the biggest fear zones for everybody, public speaking and doing videos of themselves. So even worse is when we hear our voice like that. I just even I do this all the time. And I never get used to hearing my voice when I listen to an audio or video. So that will be interesting now. You've got a wonderful South American silky voice. So all good. Thank you. <laughs> now I'm over the fact that I used to hate my accent. Now I embrace it and go with it. Amazing. And let's get to the next question. What is the biggest challenge you have had in your life and why you learned from it? Oh, look, I would say, you know, I, I would say about five years ago, whilst I was living in Melbourne, I got a serious bout of, uh, of depression. And... Um, yeah, it took me three months to, to dig myself out of that, uh, that deep, dark hole. But uh, nevertheless, I, I got to the other side and I'm a much better person for it in every single way. Absolutely. And it's incredible that you were able to take yourself out of that place so quickly. So we will talk a little bit more about that in a bit. So how hard are you on yourself? So if you were to score yourself from one to 10, 10 being, I'm really beating myself up all the time. One is I'm super gentle and kind to myself. Where would you sit on that scale? Ooh. Oh, look, I, I would say um, I'm sitting somewhere in the middle. Um, so there'd be around about five. Mm-hmm. Business people, most of us are actually hard on ourselves. 
mm-hmm. right? Um, our sales pretty hard, and um, you know, I, we but we all we all better for it because we become more resilient. But at the same time, you know, once you once you push yourself hard, there's side effects that you need to deal with. And I'm coming to terms with uh, with that, and uh, I'm learning very slowly to be kinder to myself and show more self compassion. That's great, and I think as we age, we we learn that going really really hard on ourselves is not going to take us anywhere really. Yeah. Excellent. And on that side, so what is the one most beneficial habit that you actually do do or use or have implemented in your life that has helped you? The most. Oh look, you know, I am. Um, in my past life, I have a reputation for overreacting. <laughs> you know, my, my family, my family always remind me that I'm an overreactor, including my kids. So, what that has meant, of course, is for me is like kind of sitting down and processing it. But, you know, nowadays when when I do come across a conflict or a serious situation, then I'm learning to regulate my emotions. So regardless of what's happening, I try to stay calm and objectively think through the problem. So that's, I, I guess that's probably a habit that I've adopted over the last six months. That's working very well for me because at the end of the day, when you're hot-headed and emotional, you can say things you regret and you're going to be um, reactive as well. And if you're reactive without processing or digesting what's, what's in front of you, then more often than not, you're going to make wrong decisions and it's going to blow up in your face. Absolutely, which I'm surprised because I think you are the more composed people I've ever met. So I'm actually <laughs> surprised to hear that. It's a facade. Coming. Alba, it's a facade. It's just, yes, it's just for us. The ones who get to see the nicer Duke. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, there's, I guess, you know, there's a lot about me personally that, um, that people don't know. And that's why I um, accepted your invite to, to do these podcasts because it's revealing a bit of myself. You know, everyone's an onion. You've got to peel back all the layers to get to the, the crux of what they're about, right? Let's build them all. I love it. And we've had this <laughs> conversation so many times during the time we've known each other as to how, how I personally find so important for me to see people to see me authentically as I am, imperfect yes. and with yes. all the sides. And, and I yes. also remember you mentioning how you were surprised at the beginning, how yes. easily it was for me. And you were like, but hang on a second, you're a coach, you have a reputation. Why are you sharing your dark side? And yeah. I, I think... And as I explained it to you in the past, for me, it's important just to, to as, as I see myself as a person who is sharing and inspiring and helping others transform our areas of their life, to also see that the only way I am here where I am today is because I have had a lot of challenges in my life. And they, if anything, made me the woman I am today and have told me so much. So now I'm happy to share with others how we can help them too. So coming from that place, Let's share something no many people know about you that you haven't been brave enough to share before. Okay, so look, you know, first of all, I, the word authenticity really was just a word before I met you, Eva. <laughs> so, and I, I guess my, um, I've linked into that 
my authenticity through watching you and, and reading what you, you write on social media. So thank you so much. You've helped me a lot in terms of, you know, being, being authentic. You were the catalyst. I, I, and I guess through that process, I've, I'm more open now about, you know, my past history and, and my, uh, my personal issues. So I, I guess I never used to talk about depression before. I, for, for, for three or four years, I hid it. I, I, I didn't even tell my friends. So I'm very open about talking about depression, but, um, and I'm also open about discussing my fears. You know, I, I have a fear of public speaking and I used to hide that, suppress it, not let people know what my weaknesses are. But I'm very happy to talk about it now. And also the, the one thing that um, I'm also happy to review is, you know, the, the impact of my, my parents' divorce as a child on my mental well-being and my, my development as, as a person, as an adult, and how I'm trying to... Um, to reconcile and process it and move on with my life. I've never discussed that with anyone personally, let alone you know, talking about it on, on social media and via podcasts. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm pretty good with opening up now. That is incredible. And those things that you're sharing, if anything in my eyes, and I am sure in many, many other eyes, make you just like a real human being who can be successful, who can be so well put together, intelligent, capable, but as a human being has had a lot of challenges. And I think when there's something so much beautiful that allow people to connect with you because how many of us have any struggle with mental issues with parents getting divorced at the age that they were we always will struggle with that and you know mm. all those things that really just make you feel most of us feel scared of, of public speaking as well so yeah. all those things I think not only allow you to inspire others to see that you can feel all those things and be yeah. Yeah. an incredible individual of yeah. what you do but also I think for you, it's like the beginning of healing that yeah. instead of yes. trying to keep it all together, because there's so mm. much energy that we waste appearing yeah. to be perfect. Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, I, I have to admit, bottling all those emotions as, as a kid led to depression, you know, my depression five years ago. And I had no idea. I would thought that I was the last person on earth to get depression. I had no idea where it came from. But, you know, a few years after that episode, I, um, I kind of processed my childhood and um, came to the conclusion that you know, there were a lot of issues I hadn't dealt with. And there's, you know, now's the time to deal with it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting my act together. Or, uh, getting my act together. Good. And did you get help or did you do all this on your own? Oh, look, I did it on my own, but it's, not, it's through having conversations with, people like yourself and, you know, taking baby steps in terms of opening up and processing my past. Yep. Yeah. I, and I love that. And actually I'm so passionate about that. That, that is specific thing that you bring into attention is part of the work I do as, as it all about helping people amplify who they are and show up in the world with a strong presence and mm. be confident. And it all starts with actually yes. going back to our childhood and healing mm whatever yeah. hasn't been resolved. And we all have stuff that we need to yeah. go and revisit and heal. And as yeah. I said before, we go through life thinking 
because our social, you know, our cultures, our, you know, whatever we come from has taught us that we need to be the best at something, that we need to go for the title, for the salary, for being the best, compete with others together, everything. So we can appear to be perfect. And I think we lead very unhappy lives and very inauthentic lives by doing so. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't put it better myself. Well said. (laughs) So I I feel so excited that, you know, like you have been on this path where you have allowed yourself to be more real. And I think there's so much richness that comes out of that, not only for, for your professional career, but I think for your personal relationships. So if you were going to pick one thing, what is the best thing that you got out of being depressed? What's the biggest learning, teaching? Um, yeah, that's that's very easy. There's a lot of things that you um that you learn about yourself when you get out of depression. But for me, the, the best thing was I became, I learned when and how to be assertive. And that's a game changer. You know, it's um it's made me more fulfilled human being, being assertive. And what I'm talking about there is it's not being disrespectful or aggressive or rude to people, but it's about valuing your, your time, getting to know your worth, and you know, going after what you want in a polite, firm, and respectful manner. And yeah, that's, that's changed my, my, my life personally and professionally. So are you talking about being more clear with the boundaries you have with yourself and others? Yes, yes, to a certain degree. I think when you when you are assertive, yeah, you're right. You you create boundaries, but you learn to say no to people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, the, and one of the best things you can you can learn and discover as a new as a business owner initially is learning how to say no to people. Yeah, and you do that when you establish your your worth and and your value absolutely and i love that because yeah that's what i will call establishing boundaries as instead of trying to please everybody and say yes to everything Mm. you are very clear of that you your time is precious and that you choose how to spend your time and your energy and resources in things that matter to you yeah i I love the way you put it uh, setting boundaries and articulating that to people so they understand so, you know, they know, first of all, they know that your time is valuable, but they, they also value your, your time when, you, when they meet with you. Yeah. And that way you get more done, you're more productive. Yeah. And would you say that going through this period of depression that I know you went into a very dark place and but were able to come out of it quite kind of quickly compared to what I know people go through. Do you mm-hmm. think that may you redesign the way you define success? Definitely. I guess when I got out of it, I, I knew that each day was a blessing and I'm going to squeeze the most out of each day that I can. So what that meant was that I determined what I wanted in life. And, and I came to the conclusion that I'm not materialistic. So, you know, a nicer house or uh, a nicer car really means nothing to me. Yeah. And so when you establish that, then you start thinking, 
okay, what is really important in my life? And for me, you know, it was first and foremost was, was growing, learning, and learning as a person on a daily basis. Yeah. And I also love it's inspiring other people. So I, I want to make sure that I was doing that as well regularly. And the third thing was, I guess, giving back to the community. Yeah. So those pillars formed, I guess, the foundation for the rest of my life after that depression episode. And it's incredible to see that actually everything you do now is in alignment with those values, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. I think it's, it's incredible to achieve that, you know, in such a quick period of time as well after you had that, because I know I have had life-changing experiences that have challenged me bad. And obviously I always see, and that's what I always say it is, it is when I remind myself, this is happening for me, not to me, because from those difficult times, we do have mm-hmm. an opportunity to, to make the most out of it and redesign our life to live it in a more aligned way, as I like calling it. Yeah, that's that's a great word, alignment. Um, you know, alignment of if you live life and the way you live it is aligned with your values, you're in a sweet spot, aren't you? Decisions, you make decisions easily because they're based, you make decisions based on values that you hold dear. Exactly. And you know, it is pretty much stop living life for others. You're just living life for you, for yeah. what is important to you, and you're living behind expectations of family members, societies, and what we yes. were taught. And I think for me, that has been life-changing. I could not be yeah. happy with my life today just because I made a decision as well. Yeah. Basically, you, know, you become unleashed and un- unhinged. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what a fun way of living life. And, and then, you mm. know, like when I see you and I, and you know this, I admire your charisma, your presence, your your ability to make everybody feel good, but in a very genuine and authentic way. So when I always when I always speak about presence and personal brand, obviously, if I think of a person that embodies everything that I I think is is to be referred to is you. So on that side, I know you meet a lot of people all the time. And I know you are meeting business owners and I know that the group with PBN is an incredible, unique of individuals. So I would like to know what do you think about people's skills and competencies when it comes to their career versus their ability to communicate? Actually, how they, what I call the core skills, their people skills. How do you balance? How do you, how do you see what makes an individual stand out from the others? Okay. You know, over the last few years, I've been giving this talk and it's called The Thriving Professional. Yes. And in, in, in that talk, I relate to the fact that moving forward, especially with, with COVID escalating things, automation, technology, and artificial intelligence will become more, will take away a lot of the roles, existing roles. So as human beings, how we remain relevant is to develop our soft skills, emotion intelligence, and you know, and, and people skills. So really, it all depends on where you are in life. If your profession is a technical one, like accounting or IT, and you're in the early stage of your career, then you need to draw on your technical skills, you know, what you've learned in, in, in university and on the job. But as you progress through your career and you get into higher management roles, then it's a different ball game altogether. You're going to have to transition 
from being technical to being more relationship based. Yes. And that's where you need to work on your soft people skills. And that's, that's how you ultimately move up the, the ladder, the corporate ladder, but also establish yourself as a transformational leader. Absolutely. I always say that I don't know a person who needs to learn more skills or, or do a new course. They need to pretty much work more on developing themselves as an individual and develop their ability to communicate with others, which to me is like key to achieving. Yeah, I'm talking about personal development and growth and you're not going to, you're not going to, be able to do that unless you have an open and growth mindset. Exactly. It's not, and, and a lot of us, when we're born, you know, we have, of course, our, our mind is fresh and it's, it's open, but because of what life throws us, we become silo in our way of thinking. So we've got to like unprogram that and, and develop our, our mind so that we have a growth mindset. And that's how we come to grow as a person. Because if you're narrow-minded and you're not opening to, open to learning opportunities, then you're always going to get what you, you've always had. But if you're open-minded and you have a growth mindset and you're willing to learn on a daily basis, then the world is your oyster, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that. And I was thinking as you were talking how you have shared with me a few times how you hate fluff. And, and, I, it's, it, and I always have that thought that I actually want to ask you a question. What is fluff for you? What is this <laughs> you dislike so much? <laughs> well, so, you know, I'm sure you've been to many presentations where someone talks about a subject for two hours. Yeah. But you can find out what the, the topic, you can find out what they talk about in two seconds by Googling it. Yes. <laughs> so that's fluff. Fluff is something you already know. Yeah. And it's general knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, what I, in, in my, when I do presentations, I strip away the fluff. Yep. So it becomes raw, real, profound, and it, uh, it has a high impact. I so, love it. So that's what I'm talking about. The opposite of fluff is raw, real, profound, high impact, and leaves people with a lasting impression. Yeah, yeah. And I also know that you you have because I always think there's there's this concept sometimes where you talk about deep and profound and 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 talking about getting to know yourself, self, self-awareness, meditation. Mm-hmm. And some people call these topics fluff. And I actually always thought that you referred to fluff as that. So no, it's, I'm no. actually <laughs> I'm actually very, very pleased just to really not that I didn't know before that that you actually do give so much weight to what to me is like the deepest of the topics yes. of all like yeah. I know we can all have a skills and become really good at certain things but when we're going to that space in which we become vulnerable we have a higher level of self-awareness we increase our confidence and then we actually are able to to step up as individuals with a powerful mindset that's yeah. what is going to make a difference for us as professional and human beings yeah, look, I, when I, I say, say fluff, I also mean trans, being transactional. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you know, doing everyday things on a routine, routine or, saying, or saying things that uh, people expect. I'm not interested in transactional, or, you know, words, actions, or actions. I love transformational. And to, to have transformational conversations and transformational re- results, you, you need to 
like have the right mindset. Absolutely. And I love how actually that is something that I have always appreciated so much about PBN is the, the lack of love and, and superficial relationships. You have yeah. been able to create yeah. an incredible network of individuals that actually I haven't had such deep conversations and created great friendships just because you yeah. were able to grab one of your important values and infuse that into the business you have created. That's, that's all what personal brand is about. Yeah, you know, we have our, our members, you know, they, um, they challenge each other. And yeah. that's what I love, you know, if they've got pretty good BS radars. Yes. Oh, um, zero fluff. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll challenge you. And that's how you grow as a person when you're challenged. Exactly. You know, what do you do? Um, you make choices and hopefully you, you can um, learn from those choices. Exactly. And I love that. It's just so much depth to the concept. And, and it comes from really, I guess, for you having taken the time to realize what was important to you, how you live Sorry. your life, how you wanted to live your life, and then just yep. really sharing something and creating something very unique. So with that, I want to know from the expert, what would you share with us were your top three tips to really create a presence that commands a room? Yeah, look, I think at the end of the day, you know, you got to, it's horses, of courses. You've got to, first of all, dress for the occasion, right? Um, you don't need to be the best dressed, but you need to be appropriately dressed. Absolutely. That's, that's a given. You have to do that wherever you go. And I think, you know, you've got to understand. So if you, you run, you own a, a business, for example, you have to be, you have to be, you have to understand and be able to articulate your point of difference and value proposition. Because you know, only you have only a couple of minutes to make an impression with someone you've just met. And the last thing you want to do is sell to them. Now, the opposite is sell, is being able to articulate your point of difference, your point of difference and value proposition. And that way you might, you might be able to secure a, um, a subsequent meeting with them uh, after that initial introduction. And I, I think when I enter a room and when I'm conversing with, with others, my goal is to actually listen 80% of the time and talk 20. So it's not, it's actually not only listening, it's active listening. Mm. So when you're actively listening, you suspend any bias, prejudice, or judgment that you have, and you listen with intent to understand, not reply, right? And no, I, I always make sure I make eye contact as well. And finally, I think to make a great impression, you need to think, speak, and act positive and professional. That, but that doesn't mean you can't have fun. Of course. You can still have fun, by, by leading from a you know, positive and professional space. And I, I like to think that I do that. I practice what I preach. Absolutely. You are a great conversationalist. Yeah. And you know that the great conversationalists are the ones who listen the most and are the most curious. Yep. And I actually yep. have said this many times to me. Can you please stop asking me questions so I can ask you something? Because you're really genuinely yeah. curious and you literally yeah. practice that active listening that you said is so beautiful the way you put it. It's like active listening is where you leave all your judgment and everything yes. outside. So you actually hear what the other person is saying so you can take it in. 
that is a, yeah. an incredible skill to have and it's a lost one. Not many people listen that way. It's, it's very easy to make a great impression. You just have to be positive because there's so many negative people out there and you know they, they start ranting and they start talking about others in a negative way. And if you are positive, you just stand out. Absolutely. And you know, it's not about not realizing yeah. that life has its ups and downs and you, you can be having yeah. a difficult day. And I have said this a lot of times to my clients. If you're having a difficult day, and you're not in the mood to socialize or go out on a working event. Don't. Mm. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You don't have to say yes to everything. Yeah. You have to have your own boundaries to protect yourself and put yourself yeah. out there on the days that you feel fully comfortable and confident that you're going to put up a good first impression. We all have negative thoughts and you know, we all go, we go, we go to networking events. And I've come to the realization that the people who make the most impact are the ones you know, who can regulate their behavior and understand that there's a time, there's a time to have different conversations. And when you're at a networking event, then you always have to put your best foot forward, right? Absolutely. First impressions are, are creating in the first couple of seconds of a conversation. Yep. And if you're not bringing your best foot forward, you're just going to be one of many and you're not going to be able to be remembered. And, and what you said before, when you actually listen actively in that way, you are going oh. to be remembered because people feel special when they feel seen because yes. no many out there is taking that time to yep. just make them feel special, to be present enough in the moment to listen actively then you're just going to be winning. And as I said, it's, it's a rare quality to find yeah. in people. Yeah, well, when you're right. And you, you might want to, uh, yeah, when, when, when you listen, you're respecting people and immediately they're, they're curious about you. You know, they want to know more about you because you're listening to them. So it's a full circle and um, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful concept. <laughs> yeah, it is an incredible concept. And what would you say is the, the key, the key to having created uh, what I consider one of the most incredible network groups of individuals in Australia? What do you think was oh, the key to the success of PBN? I, I think being crystal clear on our values and being able to identify that in prospective members and business owners, business leaders. And what that involves as well is asking them the right questions and listening to their answer, challenging them on their thoughts and beliefs. Uh, I do that every day with people I meet because I want to see, you know, what's, what's underneath that smart looking suit, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Getting to the core. I want to see substance. Yes. Yeah. And that is just incredible. And, and I think it, it, that's one of the things that I appreciate the more uh, about our friendship is like, as I said, I, I, I admire, obviously, you always look on point. You're always the best dressed person in the, in the place. You have created something incredible, but there's so much substance to every conversation I have with you. So I really admire how with your incredible life story, you were able to open up to share a little bit more of what makes you you the incredible human being you are. So I hope this inspires many others to realize that we don't have to be perfect. We just have to be, even though the word is being used before so much in a meaningless way, being authentic, I would say is the key to unlocking a lot of, of passion in life and, and uh, purpose, a big purpose yes. in life. 
Yes, totally agree with you there, Elba. And uh, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to your audience. No, thank you for accepting to be with us here today to be the most special guest. We have had the very first one. I really, really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your openness and vulnerability. And I will share all Duke's details in case you are not connected with him. You need to get to know a little bit more about who this man is and what PVN in Perth is as well. Thank you so much for joining us, Duke. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Amplify. If you have enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe. Also, I will love it if you leave us a review. See you for the next episode. Bye-bye.